perhaps someone might get it wrong. So I don't want to have that mistake and I don't mm. want to make someone else feel awkward for having said it wrong. So I'll just say a very short and easy, snappy version of my name. It is a removal of some aspects of your whole name. You know, names like Mohammed, shortening it to Mo, um, that's one example. Other names as well, where you're seen as the the person with the quote-unquote ethnic name. In this episode, listen to Masruba Tasnim, inclusive leadership and talent consultant, share experiences with shortening her name to one syllable to accommodate others, the meaning of her names and the story behind why she doesn't share her surname with the rest of her family. Masruba's experience spans across the private, not-for-profit and public sector. She has extensive experience in diversity and inclusion, learning and development, HR operations and corporate social responsibility. Masruba supports leaders to create impactful change and realise the potential of socially and ethnically diverse talent for their organisations. Names are enriched with meaning, a part of one's identity and hold such importance. I'm Maya Mitzko, September Welford. What's your name? My name is Masruba Tasnim. Masruba, thank you so much for joining us today as a guest on That's My Name. I'm really, really excited to have you on as a guest. So your last name is Tasnim, and I know that this is quite rare, um, particularly in Bangladeshi culture and, and kind of naming, because it's usually actually a first name. Um, tell me more about this. Thank you, Maya. Uh, thanks for having me on your podcast. Um, I'd love to share with you a little bit more about my name and its kind of background and identity. So Tasnim, as you've said correctly, it's typically a female first name. Um, so it's Arabic, has um, Arabic background, and it is, it's actually in the Quran. So it's from the Quran. Uh, Tasnim itself means it's the name of a fountain in heaven. That's how it's described in the Quran. Um, for me, my surname is Tasnim, so it's it's a little bit different um, to uh, how um, women might be typically named. Mm. Uh, so I think the the premise around the naming of a Tasnim was my parents, in t- in terms of how I'm dressed in the home if you like so in Bangladeshi cultures um, you typically have a home name and then a I guess official name Um, and I'm I usually go by Tasnim which is what my parents and my family will call me and in my I guess working world in my you know documentation etc I'm Masruba Tasnim. Uh, Tasnim has a lot of significance to me because that I think is in a way that it's it's kind of my identity and it feels more warm and and parental and familiar and it's it's what my family call me so I definitely feel like Tasnim is definitely my identity um and yeah I can tell you a little bit more about Masruba in uh, in the next few questions as well definitely much for sharing that I hadn't um hadn't realized that 
um, you know, there's the kind of home names versus more kind of official names. Um, And you did mention that Tasman is more kind of warm and familiar. Um, Have you ever kind of considered using the name kind of Tasnim at work? Hmm, Good question. Um, I think I did have a a niggling kind of feeling thinking, okay, maybe I might switch it. Or, you know, when when you're asked, do you have a preferred name? Mm. I could have put uh, Tasnim. Um, I think it was just a logistical situation that I thought, you know what, keep it as it is, keep it as as you're named. You know, first name is Masruba, surname is Tasnim. And I will never lose that kind of Tasnim part. So if we're talking about marriage, for example, um, in my culture, um, so my my aunts, my mom, my my uh, grandma, et cetera, so through marriage, they've never changed their surname. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I won't do either. Um, and yeah, it's always going to, Tasnim is always going to be a part of me because it's, it kind of signifies my identity. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And with your like wider family, so you mentioned your like mom and your you mentioned that you've got kind of three brothers and so on. Do they share the same surname as you? And uh, no, actually. So I am the only one with my surname. Um and my my three brothers share my dad's surname. Okay. So all the, all the boys kind of naturally took took on my dad's, and my mum has her own has her own name. So she through marriage didn't. Um, you you might think, well, why didn't you either take on your mum's or your dad's? <laughs> my parents didn't work it out that way. Um, so yes, it's uh, there was an awkward scenario where we were coming back from a family holiday. We were at Heathrow, and you know, they were checking our passports and they wondered who I was mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because it, it was quite, quite stark. Um, family names were different, um, whereas the boys share dad's name. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a very unique, different experience to be in. Um, but it's, yeah, I, I don't think I know anything else. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is interesting. And do you know why why you I guess like given a given a surname rather than kind of like inheriting a surname from one of your parents essentially they they gave you that surname do you know why that is um I don't know if it's I don't want to blow my own horn but I think (laughs) so in the circumstances that I was born so I was kind of seen as a miracle baby uh, Mm. because I was born after a natural disaster um, I think it was kind of a kind of symbolic uh, naming of me of, of, mm. of when I was born. And it was kind of saying like, you're, you're the only one of that mm. name and you're, you're the first of that name. Um, but, but it absolutely doesn't detract from, you know, being a part of the family. It's more a, um, I'm also the the first girl, firstborn girl, mm-hmm. um, and I'm and my dad's the the oldest of his family. So it's kind of it's it's that kind of setting it in stone. Maybe I don't know. I might be making that up, but <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what I've been told in stories. I like that. 
Thanks for sharing. And um, you mentioned that Tasnim uh, is an Arabic name. It's in the Quran and it means an, a name of a fountain in heaven. Um, how about Masruba? Do you know what that means? Yeah, so I was doing a bit of digging. So first of all, I personally have never met a Masruba. Um, yeah. I don't know if you have either. but I haven't, actually. <laughs> um, so it does... I think I, I can touch on a little bit more about how I didn't feel like that was me and how yeah. not not seeing, you know, so for example, Maya or some other names, you might have a commonality or you might come across someone in media or mm. um, through networks. But I, although it's an uh, amazing benefit of having a unique name, I didn't always see it as a benefit. I kind of also sometimes wanted to shy away from it or um, I guess hide from the fact that I was someone who had a quote unquote unusual name mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Not, not very not very commonly heard of name. Um, I think it means... Uh, so I know it was an amalgamation of uh, the letters that my mum's side had and my dad's side had in terms of what names they have. Okay, uh, yeah. Mum's Shanaz, dad's Kurshed, and I think they also looked into kind of surnames and other family members' letters and they did, made an amalgamation. Uh, but it also means a, I think it means a, drink from heaven or something to to thirst your quench so fountain so tasnim is a fountain in heaven Mm. i think maybe there's a there's a crossover between those two and they were trying to yeah have (laughs) have a connection yeah i like that i like that like it seems like there's been so much thought that's kind of gone into your name and it really does feel like it's full of kind of meaning um, and I know you mentioned that Tasnim really feels like it's kind of part of your identity. Um, and I guess that maybe reflects kind of the the thought that went into it. Um, and I guess thinking about kind of experiences with your name, whether that be, you know, growing up or in the workplace, is there anything that comes to mind that you'd like to share with us? Yes. Um, I think I've I've definitely had to learn and unlearn um not not so much my the not the pronunciation but how I feel with with you know uh, int- even introducing myself as Masruba so for several years um actually starting all the way back in school um I just used to go as Maz because mm-hmm. it was really easy one syllable no one can get it wrong uh, you won't have to do a back and forth of corrections. And it was just Maz. That's it. You're known as Maz. And that was the shortening. And I guess maybe one person shortened it. And then I just kept on continuing with that shortening. Mm-hmm. Um, and didn't really question it until I'd say. And I think going into the the, the working world as well. Um maybe it was to do with assimilation actually it it was to assimilate in a way and it was in some ways catering to perhaps someone might get it wrong so I don't want to have that mistake and I don't mm-hmm. want to make someone else feel 
awkward for having said it wrong. So I'll just say a very short and easy, snappy version of my name, mm-hmm. which isn't really me. So it, in some ways, it I wasn't showing up as completely myself. Um, so I was just I was Maz for very very long time, and. I think there was a, a turning point where maybe maybe it was lockdown time and I was thinking, why do I keep introducing myself as that and really questioning, reflecting? Um, and also just, just speaking to my my parents about their their reasoning for naming me that and mm. what, what it means and, and what my heritage means and the the impact um and I, I just I just made a point to say that I will always you know intru- first of all introduce myself as Masruba because that's my given identity that's the correct pronunciation and then you know should I get close you know the near and dear close to someone and I give people permission to you know shorten it then that will be the way mm-hmm Thanks for sharing that. And I guess like what I'm hearing from you is this name has got kind of just given to you or, or assigned to you and, and you didn't really question. And then kind of growing up and, and entering maybe the, the world of work. Um, you kind of mentioned that you're that through using the name Maz, just, you know, one syllable, really easy. There's no way to get it wrong. Um, and I guess just catering to to kind of people around you rather than like holding on to that part of your identity and also not wanting to cause the awkwardness. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that it, it's how like looking back on that, how how do you how does that make you feel? It makes me feel that I perhaps wasn't sh- fully showing up as myself. Um, and I know, you know, some people might think, well, you know, it's just a, you've just shortened it to syllables. Is that a big deal? But actually it is because, um, what it, it, Maz isn't anglicized because I don't, I don't hear Maz as an anglicized word, but mm. it is a removal of some aspects of your whole name. Um, so I think, you know, names like Mohammed, shortening it to Mo, um, that's one example. Other names as well, where you're seen as the the person with the quote-unquote ethnic name. And so to assimilate, to make lives easier, make pronunciations easier, um, you're having to do the the heavy lifting of mm. reducing parts of yourself or reducing parts of your name. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I think it, it, at points when I introduced myself as Maz to clients, I was doing it so that because I thought saying Maz Ruba, first of all, that that first in, because first impressions are so, so important mm. that I would I would start off on the back foot if I started as Maz Ruba. And that's that's very you know dangerous thought to have, but I con- concocted that thought. Mm-hmm. And now, when you're using Masruba, so you know the the name that you were given, and you mentioned that before when you were using Mas, you felt like you were not showing up 
as yourself completely at work. Now you're using Mazaruba. How how has how have things shifted for you? I think I'm yeah definitely more authentic and unapologetic, able to be myself. Um, and and it's also that I guess the cultures that you're in, the environments, not just a you know being able to say your full name. Um, I think yeah, unapologetic. So that unapologetic meaning, this is me. It's completely different from uh, the norm or the standard, as in the name. Mm. You, you've probably never heard of it before, but you're going to hear it because that's yeah. my name. So it's it's kind of saying, well, I'm I'm here. Deal with it. I love that. Yeah, I really love that. And what advice would you give to someone who perhaps is a bit earlier on in their journey and and maybe they they don't feel able to, you know, maybe use their full given name, but maybe starting to think about the fact that they might want to start using that. What advice would you give to them? Mm -hmm. I would say it is a journey it's not you're not going to I didn't wake up one day and think okay let's just let's just start going with it um I would say really look inwards introspectively I like to delve into why where did it come from so for me it was from school time um picking it up from someone so what was the crux of the the reason for for shortening it is it to anglicize? Is it to assimilate? Um, is it for other reasons? You know, it could be people got bullied for for mm-hmm. names and things like that. So unpack where this is coming from. And for me, it took until almost becoming 30 to be able to fully come out as, you know, saying my full name. Mm. Um, and I would say, don't rush yourself. It's not it's not it's not like here's the destination you must get to of saying your full ethnic name. Um, It's very much about you getting comfortable with the reasons behind it, um, then being able to take the next step to say, here's here's how I want to be seen. Mm -hmm. Because it is such a it can names can be such a big part of um so yeah thanks for and um now that you are using Masruba within kind of the workplace rather than shortening it have you had experiences of you know people mispronouncing your name and if so how how do you navigate that mm-hmm. um I'd say since I've, I've taken the step to start off with the full name Masruba there have been much less mispronunciations. I'd say in, I guess from, from when people might see it on my signature or they're meeting me for the first time and they try to pronounce um, or, you know, you you turn up at reception somewhere at, a, at an organisation. Um, it's usually, you know, moved around. The words are moved around, mm-hmm. Maserba, Masraba, et cetera. So all sorts, I, I can go on <laughs> with all sorts <laughs> of variation. Um, it, it does make me laugh and it, because I guess if uh, if I have to laugh about it sometimes, it's yeah. not funny in, in, the, in the serious sense. Um, 
I think just to make lives easier, I I kind of just laugh it off or, or mm-hmm. correct them. And I think I've um, it, it's been much better now that I'm fully immersed in being able to pronounce, uh, identify myself as my full name as Ruba and pronunciation has just been uh, smooth sailing. Mm, okay. Thank you. Um, so what are you up to now? Um, well, I recently started a new role. Um, so I work at Arrival Education, which is a fantastic organisation. Um, so I work in the inclusive leadership practice. And the, what we do is we work with um, exec teams um, at UK PLC companies and we work with them to support them in becoming more inclusive leaders um, and really understand the potential that our um, amazing talent network have. So our talent network are made up of socially and ethnically diverse um, amazing professionals. Mm. Uh, We connect the two and work together on um, creating a better society for all. Mm, That's amazing. It sounds like such impactful work. Um, and it sounds like it's a great place to be as well. Thank you so much for um, sharing your story and taking the time to share your reflections as well on your on your name with us today. Thank you so much, Maya. It was a pleasure speaking to you.